You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of The Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mish. And today we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Elizabeth. So Elizabeth is actually my sister and she lives in St. Louis. She is married with a baby girl named Charlotte. She loves to get together with friends and go boating on the river. Wow. So welcome to the show, Elizabeth and Misha's sister. So how's it going? Thank you for having me. It's going really well. I have had a crazy morning with a two-year-old. How did that start off? What made it crazy? <laughs> oh, gosh. She didn't want to get out of bed this morning. So she just stayed in her crib for like 30 minutes just playing and she didn't want to be bothered. Well, that doesn't sound too bad. That yeah, sounds like just, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. So t- tell us, how is, um, how is your relationship dynamic? You live with, the, with your husband. Like, what, how, does that, how does that work out? And, and how is having a kid change things in the relationship? So yeah, I live with my husband. We met in college. We both went to Mizzou here in Missouri and we have been together. Actually, it will be 12 years this August. So we met when I was 19 and he was 20 and yeah, we live um, together and then we have our baby girl, Charlotte, and then we have our pup trigger and Really, it's just like living with your best friend. I think that as long as you meet the right person and that person is your person, marriage is really simple and easy. You know, you hear all these people who say living together is so hard. I think they're just doing it with the wrong person. Mm. Good way to put it. How do you, how did you? discover? I think, is it something that you knew right away with, with your partner now, or is it something that you built over time? No, I didn't know right away. When we met, I had actually just gotten out of a long-term relationship and I was definitely not looking for any sort of commitment or relationship. I was ready to get back to college and have some fun. So when we met, I was not ready for that, but um, he continued to pursue me and he was very persistent and he won me over and we ended (laughs) up starting to date and here we are 12 years later. That's amazing. And what's your favorite part about being married? I would say you just have a built in support system. So I know no matter what happens, no matter who, no matter who I need or anything like that, he is there and he's on my team 100%, no matter what. So important to have. Have there ever been, you know, I, I'm sure it's, it's, it's really awesome to hear like when you do have things that are just kind of smooth sailing, you have someone that has your back um, and everything's good. Have there ever been any times that, you know, maybe you've had some speed bumps along the way and what are some of the, the things that you've learned as a couple and as a team to prevent those from slowing you down in the future? Sure. Um, One thing I have found, and I was um, watching TV the other day, and they were talking about whether or not 
you should go to bed angry and how they were saying, oh no, you should never go to bed angry. And actually for us, I think it's the opposite. I think that when we go to bed and we've maybe had an argument or we don't agree on something, the next morning we both feel a hundred times better and we're able to communicate and in a calm way. And I'm trying to think of any like particular instances I, I know in college, you know, with drinking, that definitely caused some speed bumps. You know, college girl, college guy, both getting drunk. There's some speed bumps there, some arguments and fights. But other than that, I think we just are, we're very rare in that we're always on the same page. Very, very rarely do we ever disagree or see things differently. And Michelle can attest to that. So, and then how does that, how does that uh, translate to, you know, cause I know it's like, sometimes you need that sort of point of differentiation and that, and that sort of um, different perspective. I think, do you think that having someone who's, who's so similar with the viewpoint on you, um, you know, has, has shaped just like the way that the relationship has grown or do you think that the the times of friction have allowed you to sort of zero in on this like more unified point of view? I think that it has definitely bonded us closer. I feel like it's one of our strongest um, assets is how similar we think. But yeah, I think, you know, it is healthy to see things from different points of view and Whenever we do, um, like let's say whether it's for parenting, we always agree with the, you know, we agree and have each other's backs in front of her. But later we might be like, what was that? That was an awful mm-hmm. idea, but you have to be behind closed doors. So I guess for parenting, that's going to be something we're going to have to work on is not showing our disagreement in front of her. Yeah. But yeah. And then how do you keep things, you know, exciting between the two of you so that, you know, you have uh, a lot of times that's a, that's a, that's a thing that as you enter a marriage, you know, things change, you know, you've had the, the luxury of being together for so long that I think that you've, you've known each other for a long time. And then also as you enter, you know, now you have a, a child together, the dynamic changes and, and maybe, you know, seeing each other every day, sometimes you hear stories of things going, the spark dying out. Or something like that. What what about your dynamic? Have you found to to keep things fresh? You know, is there anything in particular? Do you do date nights? Do you do you have a regular check in? Like how do, how do you go about making sure that things don't go stale? Yeah, definitely. I think it's really important that we each have our own lives outside of our life. So we're really big on, we go out with our friends. We, you know, if I stay home with the baby, he can go out with his friends and have drinks or he goes golfing. Or I think it's very important. I think a lot of times people, and I am no expert, but I think a lot of times people think that they have to be together 24 seven. And I just don't think that's healthy. I think you have to remember, I know a lot of times people will post um, all you see them posting, especially now on social media, is their kid. Oh, look, my kid ate a raisin. Oh, look, my kid did this. My kid did that. And I'm like, you had a life before this child. Like, we still want to know about you. And I think a lot of people lose themselves and like lose their relationship with their partner when they have kids. 
So it's just really important to us. We have date nights. We still go out with our friends. We like to have a really good time. And just to remember that, you know, we have to take care of ourselves too. And I think a lot of people get sucked into the whole parenting and marriage world. And they just, they forget that they have their own life. Yeah. Tell us more about that. Like, what specific things do you do you do for your own life? Like, do you have like hobbies that you do with the girlfriends or how do you keep your life spinning and, and vibrant and fun? Yeah, I think it's really important. I go out with my, my old coworkers. We'll have, you know, a pool party happy hour. We'll get together or Matt and I, Matt is my husband. We'll go out. Like I, like Michelle said, we like to go boating. So we will get a sitter and we will go out and go boating or like Michelle went on a float trip with us, I think a year ago, which is a big thing here in Missouri. If you don't know what float trips are <sighs> and she, we had a sitter and we went and went on a float trip and we didn't bring the baby. And it's just really important. We get out, we get out a lot. We'll go, I mean, not recently because of the quarantine, but we love to go to the movies and just to get out of the house. And I think it's so important for your mental health and just you'll be a better parent when you get a little bit of a break. Yeah. And then have you guys ever dealt with, uh, with like jealousy? Because I know, you know, just as you're, as you're sorting things out, um, like how does that work? Or have you, have you long since passed that? I feel like I have long since passed that. <laughs> That's what I was going to um, say. <laughs> yeah, I really have not had that feeling in a very long time. But that's not to say that something could happen in the future and it might spark it and me be like, oh, yeah, this is what this feels like, you know. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, definitely, especially at the beginning, you know, um, like I said, I was in a long-term relationship before we started dating. And, you know, I had been dating other guys and they were in the picture. And, you know, he, I don't think anything would ever make him jealous. He is so confident and so, um, he's so assured in, in himself. He knows, you know, he knows what we have. So I honestly would be interested to know if he's ever gotten jealous. And if he has, it's a very mild, mild feeling. I'm definitely, I would be, I'd be the one to get jealous before him. Oh, that's funny. So let's shift gears a little bit and, and, and paint us a picture of one of the most romantic evenings that you've had, you know, maybe the, a date night that particularly stands out as, as being, you know, special or just, you know, what, what about that night made it so memorable and you know, if there's, if there's, if there's a lesson that, you know, our listeners out there could, could pull from, you know, to make their own dates a little bit more magical, what would that lesson be? So in October, we just had our five year wedding anniversary and we went to Sedona, Arizona for a five year anniversary trip. And I mean, definitely the location didn't, it helped a lot, the location. I think you have to go somewhere. Um, we were secluded. You know, we didn't have anybody with us. It was just the two of us. And that alone, when you're surrounded by kids and people all the time, is romantic. And we just went out into the middle of nowhere. And we had dinner. And then we went out and looked at the stars. And it's just pitch black out there. And um, you just... 
you just try to reconnect. And I think that was one of the most romantic times we've had recently as it just was so um, almost like it rekindled a bond that didn't really need rekindling. It just made it even better. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right. And as we're working towards wrapping up here, I'm just curious as like the relationship models are changing. I think there's a lot of, especially younger generations that are listening and they're not quite sure whether or not, you know, marriage and and family is right for them. You know, what, what are your thoughts about these alternative uh, relationship models? And, you know, what advice would you have for someone who is not quite sure where, where they fit? I think, and you know, I might be, I'm a millennial, but I might be considered more old school because all this app dating and all that, it really wasn't around when I was um, dating. And when I was in college, it was maybe just starting. So I, if if you're out there and you are trying to date on these apps, like God bless you, because I can't imagine how difficult it is and it's just, it's totally changed. It's really hard to get to know somebody. I mean, my husband called me, didn't text. He called me and asked me out on our first date and he came and picked me up. And I mean, totally old school. Cause now I feel like it's like a text and you meet at a bar and you don't even know what they're going to look like right away. So I don't know. I just, I think that I'm a true believer. And when you know, you know, And it might not be like fireworks when you first meet. It might not be, oh my gosh, I'm floating on clouds. This is so perfect. And I love him so much. It might start out as a friendship or you might just start out as hanging out and getting to know each other as friends and things can build. I feel like a lot of people get that feeling. um, Well, he didn't give me butterflies right away. And I think that people maybe cut off relationships too soon if they don't feel that immediate um, connection. So I would say just to be open and to just your gut, your gut is everything. When you know, you know, and when you're with the right person, it's really easy. We joke all the time that people say, oh, marriage is so hard. Oh, living together. And we just kind of laugh because we're like, it is so easy for us. So you just have to be with the right one. And I know that's not like the best advice ever, but um, I just would say like, don't count anybody out right away. If you feel something and you like them as a person, you know, see where it goes. And then last question, is there anything that you would like to achieve in your future, whether that is in your relationship, something for yourself, any goals that you like want to work on, get better Mm. at? Or even just like a wild adventure that you want to have. Yeah. Oh, so Michelle will know about this. I am obsessed with sharks. And my goal, and Matt, my husband knows this is, we are going to do this. I don't care how old we are or when we do it, but I want to swim with great whites and I want to make it happen. And he knows that. So I think that will be, the craziest adventure. I've swam with sharks before and but I want to do it with my husband. I want him to get into and I think that'll be a wild experience. Swimming with sharks is a good one to to end on. Let's hope that's not the last adventure you have, right? It's a <laughs> 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 She's going to be putting right. more. 
All right. Well, beautiful. Well, Elizabeth, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. It's great to hear just that that different perspective of somebody that's that's in a spot where they're with the partner that, you know, they really have each other's backs and and you have worked out a lot of the kinks in your relationship and figured out a dynamic that um, is both healthy for your child and healthy for each other. So that's great to hear. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> love you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Dirt on Dating. It's been a blast. Uh, Don't forget to swing by and leave us a review on iTunes or um, your favorite podcast player. And of course, leave us a positive review. We love those. Uh, And if you want to get featured on the show, visit dirtondating.com slash single to introduce yourself. So tell us your story. Tell us why you want to be on the show and we will bring you on. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe, talk dirty, and we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.